the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. This is not Pastor Solomon. This is Pastor Michael Grace at Spirit of the Lord Church, 1001 Penn Avenue North. I am here filling in for Pastor Solomon today, and we're just going to go ahead and dive into a subject that I think is very important in the day and time that we're living in right now. So many times we tend to go through different things in our life, and, and we tend to hold ourselves captive over decisions that we have made in the past. So today, I want to come to encourage you in in basically two different perspectives. I want to first tell you what the promises of God are concerning you, and then I want to get to the point where I lead you how to embrace those promises so that you can become all that you are supposed to be in this life. We are not here just to exist, but we are here to live. So first, I want to just go to the scripture because that's what we live our life by. And the book of Romans, and I'm reading from the Amplified Version, says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in him as as their personal Lord and Savior for the law of the Spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, The law of our new beginning has set us free from the law of sin and death for what the law could not do and it was weak. So today we're just going to talk about that promise that there is no condemnation. You're not being you're not condemned. You're not you're you're not separate from God, irregardless of what you may think think that situation is. So today I want to encourage you and I want to help you understand what Paul was saying to the Roman church. Paul was simply trying to get them to understand that there is nothing that 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 forgiveness can't cover for you. There is nothing that you can go through that that separates you from being who God has called you to be. So in this moment and in this hour, we want to encourage you because it's necessary for you to understand that irregardless of everything that you have been through in your life, there is forgiveness. Irregardless of any place that you have found yourself, there is forgiveness. Irregardless of anything that you may have thought that you could not get through, there is forgiveness. So I guess what I'm really saying to you is the topic of our statement today is there is forgiveness available to you. But first, before you can be forgiven, you first have to forgive yourself. So in the day and time that we live in right now, it seems like there's negativity everywhere we go. There's negativity. There's 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 we got our haters and we got all these people that are giving us all these reasons as to why this is happening and why that's happening and why I did this and why I did that. 
but it's like there's a lack of, of accountability. But Jesus came to let us know that first, we are more than conquerors in him. And second, to let us know that he died for us. He died that we may have life. And not only that we would have life, but that we would have it more abundantly. We would have it to the degree that that he is calling us to be in this hour. It is not about what you've done. It's about how you respond to what it is that you have done that sets the course. So when you look at the things that you have done, when did have you went to the father and said, Father, please forgive me for the things that I've done, regardless of what they may be. Have you went to him and said, God, I want a new life. So now it's time to have a newness of life, a new way of thinking, a new way of understanding, a new way of processing. And the reason that we do that is because that is the only way that we are going to aspire to be the greatest that we can be. Jesus came so that we could be covered in his love. He came so that we could be free. He did not come to keep us bound because there would be no purpose of him coming if his intention was for us to remain bound. But he came that we would be satisfied in his love. He came that we would be one in his spirit. He came that we would come into the knowledge of what it is that he's doing. And in all honesty, if you're judging yourself, then then you're keeping yourself from the promises that he has given to us. Now, let me put one more theory into your head that 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 may shake things up a little bit. He forgave you. He when he died on that cross, he died for your freedom. He died for your ability to walk with him in the completeness of who it is that he is. So if he did that so that you would be free, he took your right to judge away from you. So in essence, you don't have the authority to judge that which God has made free. You, uh, Let me say that again. You don't have the authority to judge that which God himself has made free. He thought that much of you. So if that's true, then it's time for you to stop judging yourself and holding yourself responsible for something that is already done. I once heard somebody say that you can't do anything about five minutes ago. So let's add to that. But you can do everything about what happens five minutes from now. So when it comes to understanding that, look at it for what it is. Yes, I did this. Yes, I did that. And let me just say this. There is not a creature or a person on this earth that is void from making a mistake. There is not a person that walks this earth that has never done anything wrong. So we have all been in the place that we have had to take responsibility. We have all been in the place where we were we needed to be forgiven. We have all been in the place where we have had to come to the mercy seat of God and 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 just ask him to forgive us for every single solitary thing that we have done. But the key is don't stay there. Don't stay in the place of being bound, but reach to the stars and reach to Jesus so that you can become all that he has called you to become. He knows what he called you to do, and he knows the reason that he called you to do it. So let me just tell you that the reason that he called you to do it is because this is what he created you to do. He created you to be free. 
He created you in your respective position, whether you're a teacher or whether you're a singer or whether you're a musician or whether you're a sound booth technician or or maybe you're a pastor or a preacher or a prophet or a bishop or whatever it is that you are. God knew why he created you to be who it is that you are and who it is that you need to become. But as long as you continue to judge yourself, you'll never reach the, 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 the reality of who you can become because of that self-judgment. So the answer is to forgive first yourself. And you do that by just making a decision. A lot of people think that this thing of forgiveness is some great, big, logical understanding of deep revelation. It's really not. It's simply a decision. Today, so I'll just use myself as an example. Michael, I, meaning me, I forgive you for everything that you have done that is outside of the will of God. I forgive you, and what I'm saying in my forgiveness is I am no longer willing to stay in the place that I've resided in for however long I've been unforgiving of myself. I want to be all that God is calling me to be. So if I want to be all that God is calling me to be, that is going to require me to step out of where I'm at to reach for that thing which I need to become. So I forgive myself. And then you keep saying it. So the thing about words, and I'm I'm a writer, so words are my life, and I'm a wordsmith. So when you speak something, initially it's going to feel weird. Initially, it's going to be strange and it's going to be strange because this is not something you're used to doing. So what you got to do is you you say it. I forgive myself. Well, at first you probably won't. So then you do it again. Then you do it again and you do it again and you do it as many times as it takes for you to get to the point that that forgiveness becomes a self-affirmation for yourself and it becomes a reality. Now, let me just share this with you. And this is a, we'll go back to grade school for just a brief moment and say your ear, your mouth is in the center of your ears. So when you you speak, the first person that hears what you say is not the person you're talking to, but it is yourself because you're speaking those words. Now, if you speak it enough times, initially, like I said, it's going to feel weird. Initially, it's going to feel very weird. But eventually what's going to happen is because you, your ears have been hearing it for a while, it's going to begin to develop a mindset. Once it develops a mindset, it then turns into a plan of action. So once you've gotten to the point of that, you then go to God or you can go first. It doesn't matter what order you do it in, but you just have to make sure to do both. And that is to ask God to forgive you. And then when you ask God to forgive you, his forgiveness comes without recourse. His forgiveness comes with, 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 without anything outside of you turning away from that thing that you've repented for, outside of that thing that you've been sorry for. His repentance is not conditional. Understand what I'm saying to you. His forgiveness is not conditional. His forgiveness is pure and contrite, and it is firm. So when he says he forgives you, he actually expects you to carry on doing everything outside of what it is that you have repented for so that you can become the greatest part of yourself that he has called you to be. See, we at Spirit of the Lord Church believe in destiny. We believe that God has called us for a reason. We believe in purpose. We believe in walking according to the parameters of the Word of God. And we believe doing what it is that God is calling us to do. And that means that we have to come out of agreement 
with the things that have separated us from God. That condemnation, that Romans that we just read, says that there is none in Christ. So we're no longer condemned. Jesus died for our condemnation. So if he died, there's no need for a second death. He has already covered that, and he has already made it clear, and he's already been firm about it, that I have forgiven you. Take up your cross and walk with it and do exactly what it is that he's calling you to do. Now, there may be times where you struggle. There may be times where, you, where, where you're having challenges about what it is that you've been through. And sometimes you may relapse back into, back into what it is that you were delivered from. That's okay because it happens. You're human. I'm human. We, we go through these things. But everything that we go through, understand this. It was never intended to be a residence. It was never intended for you to live there. Move past it. Keep it moving, as I always tell people. People that I counsel, I say, keep it moving. You went through it. You dealt with it. You did it. You know you did it. Okay, fine. We're done. Now let's keep going. Let's not stay here because staying here is not going to reach us to the point of the destiny that God has called us to reach. We are his workmanship. He died that we would be his example. He caused, he called us. Now, some of you may have, may have been told as I was when you were a baby that, oh, you probably shouldn't have been born. Well, yeah, maybe from a lot biological or a logical perspective, that may be true. But the reality is when God has a plan, there is nothing that can stop that plan. There is nothing that can overt that plan. There is nothing that can interrupt that which God is ready to do. There is absolutely nothing that can stop that because God defies the laws of time. God defies the laws of logic. God defies the laws of biologics. He defies everything that is contrary to his will. So we, I want you to be free from where it is that you've been, and I want you to embrace where it is that you're going to go to. I want you to be free from that which you, that you've judged yourself for in the past, and I want you to press forward on into that which you're going to be coming into. Because whether you know it or not, there is a plan that God has for your life. So now it is time for you to forgive what you was, forgive what you did, be over it because Father God has already delivered you. Father God has already forgiven you. All he's waiting for you to do is to come unto him. That's all Paul was trying to explain to the Roman church. Forget, forgive yourself for what happened. Understand, let me just remind you that there is no condemnation to you. There's no guilty verdict. There's no punishment because you have already been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. And because you have been redeemed, that means there are things that you must accomplish. So the reason that he that we have to that we have to forgive ourselves is because there's so much more that there is. There's work to be done in the kingdom. There's work for us to do, but also in our personal lives. That lack of forgiveness of ourselves is keeping us from being the greatest person that we could be to our children, to our parents, to our loved ones, to everybody. And in the next segment, we're going to talk about how to apply that so that we can become all that God is calling us to be. It's not for the purpose of our own will, but it is for the purpose of the one that has called us. We will be right back with you. God bless you. And I can't wait to get to the next segment. So you don't feel that you can't live 
Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Why do people call the Narrow Path Radio Broadcast to ask their questions? I think it's because they have found that they don't always get conventional answers and predictable answers, but thoughtful answers. And usually more than one side of a question is considered fairly. I'm Steve Gregg. I'm the host of the Narrow Path every weekday. We hope you'll join us if you haven't already done so on this station or at our website, thenarrowpath.com. The Narrow Path, every weekday afternoon at 4, here on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. Life is the greatest adventure Don't be afraid of the dark Don't fear the unknown No, you're not alone Explore what you feel in your heart Life is the greatest adventure So don't be afraid to deep dive Welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Michael filling in for Pastor Solomon. We have been talking today on on there is forgiveness for you. So we talked about first about this the the verse and if you just joined us the verse in Romans chapter number eight that says there is therefore now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus. And we'll just pause right there on the the reading of the word. So we talked about what, why it's important to forgive yourself, and then we know that Christ has forgiven us, but we just seek that forgiveness so we know it belongs to us. But now it's time to talk about the application process. How do we apply that forgiveness? How do we get to the point of the mindset of where we was into the mindset of where we, where we need to be so that we can become all that God is calling us to be in this hour? Because there is a call that is upon you. There is a call that is available to you. Some of you may know what that is. You may not know what it is. And that's okay. But the reality is we need to come out of where we were and into where it is that we're going. But Pastor Michael, how do you do that? Like, how do you, how do you go from one place and get to another when sometimes it seems like your thoughts are are causing you to be, you know, are, are causing you to go back to what it is that you used to do. I'm really glad you asked that question and you asked it just at the right time. Well, here's what you do. First, we know that the Bible says that in the where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Another word for liberty is freedom. You're free when you're in the presence of the Lord, wherever the spirit of the Lord. It didn't say when you go to church. It says wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So the first answer would be be in his presence, be in his word, read his word, be in his presence. I love listening to worship music because it some kind of way starts to change, set the tone of what it is that 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 is going on so i could be going through some different things and life can be frustrating or i may have gotten some bad news but some kind of way when i put on that worship music it seems to cause things to set into place because i'm entering 
into the presence of the Almighty God. And when you enter into his presence, you have no choice but to experience his glory. You have no choice but to experience his power. You have no choice but to experience the gloriousness of who it is that he is. So once you've gotten to those places and it's in those places in prayer and in his presence that the Holy Spirit will begin to speak to you. The Holy Spirit will begin to guide you into all truth. He'll begin to let you know, yeah, Michael, don't do this or or Jonathan or whoever you are, don't do this or don't do that. You know, kind of stray away from that. And and it's and if you're in his presence long enough, you'll, you'll kind of become very familiar with that presence. And so some kind of way in the presence of God that that old mindset begins to submit itself to the presence of God. It begins to submit itself because now God is replacing those old mindsets with new ideas. God is replacing those old mindsets with new plans. God is replacing those old mindsets with new possibilities. But from there, you don't stop there. Stay in the presence of God. Stay reading the word. Stay listening to worship music. Be in church whenever those doors open. But then you have to do something more. And that something more that you have to do is you just got to start proclaiming out of your own mouth. You got to start speaking over your own life. My name is Michael. I am a I am a winner and not a loser. I am victorious and not defeated. I am the head and not the tail. I will obtain all that God has had for me and I will not be overtaken by the lies of the enemy. That is one of the most important things that you need to do and you need to declare over yourself every day. And as you begin to declare over yourself, and I recommend that you do it in the morning, because when you begin to declare over yourself in the morning, something begins to happen with your mindset. And when something begins to happen with your mindset, you are then causing Romans 8 to become alive in you. And when Romans 8 becomes alive in you, you begin to do things that you never, ever thought that you would ever do. You begin to understand things in a way that you've never understood. And you actually open yourself up for God to come in and and minister to you according to the realms of his power and his spirit because you've been in his presence. You've been dwelling in his presence. So a person that's been dwelling in God's presence, it's really easy for God to talk to them. He doesn't have to plow through all of the all of the cares of this life. He doesn't have to plow through all of the things. He doesn't have to get your attention because you've already given it to him. And as you do that and as you begin to declare over your life, and let me tell you what declaring over your life does. Declaring over your life prophetically speaks to reality. It prophetically speaks to your mind. It prophetically speaks to the atmosphere to say, this is what is going to be. And because I have the spirit of God, the spirit of grace on the inside of me, then I have the authority to speak that which does not appear to be. And everything Thing has to obey the presence and the power of God. So speaking over your day, speaking over your life, I say declare your day. Sometimes you got to declare more than once. Sometimes you got to do two, three, four times to get your mind back in perspective, to get your mind back into the reality of who it is that you need to be, because God is calling you. As Spirit of the Lord Church, we believe in the destiny of God's people. We believe in the call and the purpose of God's people. So we encourage you to remain in the presence of God. And you remain in the presence of God by making sure that you become all that he is calling you to be. Remove the limitations and embrace all 
on to all that God is calling you to be. Now, as we get ready to to go to the next segment, as we approach our close, I just want to I just want to encourage you to know that God loves you so much and he displayed his love by going to the cross for your sins. He died that you may have life and that you would not only have life, but that you would have it more abundantly. And if you don't have anybody around you that that can encourage you, join us at Spirit of the Lord Church. We're at 1001 Penn Avenue North if you choose to come, but know that we love you and God loves you and we want to see the greatest part of you come alive. And the best way for the greatest part of you to come alive is for you to change the way you think. Change the mindset that you currently operate in. My name is Pastor Michael Grace, and I am here on Isaiah 61 with Spirit of the Lord Church. You have an amazing day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.